is a picture of you back in September of 2020 uh, working with your uh, cybersecurity infrastructure security agency uh, director, Chris Krebs, at the time. And it shows you talking about how you were hoping for a secure election yeah. uh, in 2020. He has since said, obviously, and you know this, right. that it was a secure and free and fair election. You agree with him on that? Well, I certainly do. Joe the, Biden won the election yeah, fair and I, square? Well, let me address the, the, the yeah. photo that you showed. Obviously, working with the, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, what we call CISA at the department, their mission is very tailored, which is to make sure that elections are free from any cybersecurity threats. And certainly during 2020, we were focused on foreign threats uh, because of the intel that we had seen at the time. What yeah. DHS does not do, what CISA does not do, is talk about election fraud. We don't have that jurisdiction. We don't have those authorities. That's the Department of Justice. And so you think I, there was election fraud? I think there's a number of election irregularities, illegalities, and fraud. And I think that's, that's uh, but, been widely reported but, uh, but enough on both to, the right and the left. To, but enough to alter the outcome of the 2020 election? Are you, say, a, are you an say, election denier? I would say any type of fraud, Wait any up. type of election fraud. I know, no, this is important. Any type of, I don't want to just bypass, was it a little or is it a lot? Right. Any election fraud well, should be addressed. And I don't think we can say just, hey, there's a little fraud. So that's who won, OK. Who won the at, 20... the, at the end of the day? Chad, I think that's me, very, me, very important. Here. Who won the 2020 election? Obviously, Joe Biden is president. No, no, no. no. I mean, there is. A, but, no, no, but no, I just answered he, your he, question. No, but he is the president. Obviously, he is the president. I, I've I seen think, I've seen I've seen folks from from Trump world parse this out and say, OK, Joe Biden is president. We know that. OK, yeah. that's that is a matter of fact. Do you believe that he won that election fair and square? I believe that. The, I just answered the question first. Let me answer it in two parts. One, Joe Biden is president. Two, a number of irregularities, illegalities, and fraud occurred during 2020. But not sufficient to throw uh, Again, I don't, I don't have Biden. all of that evidence. I think yeah. there's been a number of reporting. You sound like whether, a conspiracy whether, theorist. You sound like an election denialist. How is that a conspiracy theorist? Because, you, Chad, you know, let's you know look full at, well let's look at that Wisconsin. Joe Biden won the election. You let's know look at he Wisconsin. won the election. Wisconsin Supreme Court says... That the, the way the they US used Supreme drop boxes did not want to have anything to do with the any way of these they challenges. used drop boxes were illegal in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah. So how do you how do you sit there the and Trump say Supreme that Court that is want, a conspiracy theory when that happens to be the facts? Yeah, the, the, the Supreme Court wanted nothing to do with anything. It's because the Supreme Court wanted nothing to do with it because there was a limited amount of time between when the election happened and when the inauguration of the next president had to take place. We know the investigations were obstructed, evidence was withheld, and even destroyed. But that's Jim Acosta. That's Jim Acosta, folks. Partisan hack for CNN. And you may have heard that a little, uh, little shakeup is going on at CNN. Some articles came out over the weekend from the conservative brief. CNN's new president, Chris Licht, likely did not calm the nerves of those concerned about major changes such as staff reductions and firings during an employee phone call on Friday. This was after, of course, the news came out that Brian Stelter, the uh, George Costanza doppelganger with the show called Reliable Sources on CNN, he's canned. He's gone. He was fighting back tears as he signed off on his last episode. According to sources who were on the call, Licht warned CNN staffers that they might not like decisions that are coming down the pipe. Another indication that the flagging legacy cable news outlet is about to experience significant upheaval. Quote, I want to acknowledge that this is a time of significant change, and I know that many of you are unsettled. End quote, Licht said, according to several 
who attended Friday's editorial call, the Hollywood Reporter noted, quote, there will be more changes and you might not understand it or like it. Licht, who replaced Jeff Zucker at the helm of CNN earlier this year, began evaluating the extremely partisan on-air talent shortly after he took over. And the phone call on Friday comes on the heels of news that one of the network's network's hosts, Brian Stelter, whose weekly reliable sources, yes, we covered it. Quote, no one is safe or secure right now, one source on the phone call told the outlet. Quote, I think people are legitimately sad that Brian is leaving, one staffer at CNN told The Hollywood Reporter anonymously. He was a big presence at the network, but understand that Chris has to put his stamp on the network. The Daily Wire added, Deadline reported that billionaire investor John Malone, who is one of the largest investors in CNN's parent company, Warner Bros. Discovery, said earlier in the year during an interview that he wanted CNN to quote, evolve back to the kind of journalism that it started with and actually have journalists. Yes, yes, and not political hacks like Jim Acosta. Stelter whined in his, all right, I'm skipping that. Opinion crap. No one should be happy that somebody loses their job, but we can be happy when someone is bad at their job and the people in charge make a change. Lick told CNN employees and talent earlier this summer that he was aware the network had experienced massive changes in a short period of time. What with Zucker being terminated, along with host Chris Cuomo, amid scandal. Quote, you heard me say in my first town hall that I am going to make decisions slower than some would like, Lick said then. I know this organization has been through tremendous change over the last four months, which is why I am approaching this process slowly and thoughtfully as we look at all parts of the operation. We will realign where it makes sense to best serve our people and the business. Longtime legal analyst Jeffrey Tubin, who recently served <laughs> who recently survived a masturbation episode that led to his firing from New York magazine, has announced he is leaving the Legacy News Network. Tubin abruptly made his announcement on Friday as it looked as though CNN was not likely to renew his contract. And then his Twitter post and a letter to colleagues and lots of posturing and pretending like everything's going to be all good. And I don't know why. See, here, here's the problem. They're going to sacrifice a few. And you see, you, you maybe you don't feel bad for these people. And I don't really either because they kind of deserve it. But imagine setting aside your personal preferences for journalistic integrity. Let's just say hypothetically that was Brian Stelter. He agrees to set aside his principles for journalistic integrity and report the news that they want him to report partisan hackery and all. And then when it's said and done, the new dictator is installed and your mission is accomplished. They cancel your show and send you down the road. That feels bad. But who knows? I mean, maybe that's that's just 
one perspective on what could have possibly happened. I have no evidence that that was any conversation that took place between Brian Stelter and CNN. For all I know, he could have been leading the charge on this propagandistic bullcrap. But what's happening to Jim Acosta? Well, here's an article from therap.com by Sharon Waxman. News Network's new CEO and chairman Chris Licht hasn't planned beyond Brian Stelter and Jeffrey Tubin ousters. Well, no, hold on, Sharon. Was he ousted or did he retire? Because it sounded like he retired. But hey, I guess that's journalism today, right? You can just say whatever you want. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Don Lemon and Jim Acosta, two of CNN's most opinionated and outspoken on-air journalists, are expected. And, oh, yes. Well, let's leave out the partisan hack part of, of their uh, credentials are expected to stay at the network despite its new direction to a less overtly left-wing bent. An individual with knowledge of the network's plan told The Wrap, yes, we're going to be less overt. That's a good... (laughs) It's a good strategy. No, what's really going to happen is they're going to fire a few people, come back and say, hey, we're better now, and then continue reporting the same bullshit with Jim Acosta and Don Lemon. Since the sudden inelegant firing of chief media correspondent Brian Stelter this week and the cancellation of his show Reliable Sources, the CNN newsroom has been abuzz with speculation over who might be next to go as the message has spread that the network is going more middle of the road. Mm hmm. Yeah. When you just completely uh, eviscerate one side of the news, you can claim that you're right down the middle and just come across as less extreme the rumor mill has understandably turned to lemon who in recent years has been overtly opinionated and politically progressive in his anchoring of the primetime news slot whether discussing the black lives matter movement misdoings of the trump administration or the supreme court overturning of roe v wade yeah see now this is we had i'm i'm sure that this is recorded in some episodes I've done I've said it before predicted it before they're going to pretend they're going to blame these anchors for the partisan hackery even though these people were doing their jobs these people were reading the teleprompter and playing the characters that they were told to play by their bosses So the trick is going to be, oh, no, they're gone. They're gone now. Those bad partisan hacks. We had to fire them because they were so partisan hacky. And we just couldn't do it. We need to maintain journalistic integrity. So we got rid of them. And you can trust us now, guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure thing, CNN. Nothing to worry about. Even though you're keeping two of the worst. I mean... How, how much 
Did you did you hate Brian Stelter more than you hated Jim Acosta? Do I have to leave Don Lemon out of it because he's black? <laughs> he he was no wonder boy either. They all created the illusion of trying and they all at the end of the day, they all said what they were told to say. But now we've cleaned house and we can get back to uh, can get back to believing in the integrity of CNN, right? Well, why should we trust Chris Licht? Where did he come from? Who signs his checks? Who donates to his 401c3 or 501? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's the, the the charity organization. That's how mon- that's how international money laundering is done. So let's take a look at his uh, Wikipedia page here. Christopher Andrew Licht is an American television newsman and producer. Since May 2022, he has been the chairman and CEO of CEN, best known as the showrunner and executive producer of The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Well, that seems pretty partisan, as well as CBS's executive vice president of special programming. Licht began his career at KNBC in Los Angeles around the time of the O.J. Simpson trial. He also worked with local NBC affiliates in L.A. and San Francisco. In 2005, he joined MSNBC. Partisan, partisan, partisan. Oh, and look here. He has uh, credits on this Our Cartoon President show, which is an American adult animated satirical television series that premiered on February 11th, 2018 and ended on November 8th, 2020 on Showtime. Created by Stephen Colbert, Chris Licht, Matt Lappin, Yada, 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 yada. So, uh, seems, seems pretty partisan. But I don't, hey, I don't know. Let's reserve judgment. Okay. He is, he is working in, uh, in show business. Not exactly, not exactly known for being, uh, moderate, right? But this is the issue that I take with Hollywood and Hollywood types. I feel like, well, so see, they're all paid to pretend to be somebody that they're not, right? Now, I take issue with that. Because you look at people like Jim Carrey, who who literally lost their minds... Because they lost sight of that line that divides who they're pretending to be and who they really are. And they forget that they are Jim Carrey and not Andy Kaufman. And they made a whole documentary about how Jim Carrey forgot who he was. So it's a psychological dilemma 
that exists in human beings. And this is why the corporate control, and not just corporate, but the control of the media is such a problem and and why it's so effective in brainwashing our population. You know how MK Ultra works, right? Or how it works. They captured these people, locked them down, fed them drugs, and then forced their eyelids open and made them watch whatever they pumped through a screen over and over again, over and over again. So Jim Acosta can get on with CNN and say the same buzzwords. Oh, you're an election denier? Oh, but the Supreme Court. Oh, there was no evidence of widespread. And in 10 days, it will be legal for every precinct to destroy its election records from 2020. And the mission is accomplished. The steal was successful. This is how they were able to do it. This gets back to what I've been saying, which is our enemies studied our rules, our regulations, our founding documents, and found the holes, found the weaknesses. They knew that all they had to do was obstruct. Obstruct the investigation. Withhold the evidence. Delay, 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 delay until we could get to September 3rd, 2022, and they would be legally able to destroy all of the records. And it all goes away. And now we can gear up to do it again in November. Although hopefully not in Wisconsin. It's been declared by the courts that what went on in Wisconsin was illegal, but we're not going to talk about trying to change the outcome. Joe Biden is president. The answer everybody's looking for. And it could be, I hope, that the jig is up in Arizona. Elections in Arizona are an absolute embarrassment. They're run by Katie Hobbs, who thinks she's going to be the next governor of Arizona. I mean, don't ask me how it's legal that a political candidate can run their own election. But hey, we'll just wait for the Supreme Court to get around to answering that one. Because they've uh, they've really been, but it's it's not. See, this is the problem. It all comes down. It's really about the media and the Justice Department. And I've been just lambasting them both over the episodes of this podcast, as you know. But if the media can lie to the public to prevent the outrage to prevent the backlash, then local politicians 
feel no necessity to pressure the Justice Department to prosecute. And even if they can pressure the Justice Department to prosecute, there's still an entire pool of corrupt judges that they can rely on to dismiss. And even if there is a prosecution, well, then there's the entire appellate court system populated with corrupt judges that they can rely on to overturn. So I don't know. It's getting dark. It's getting dark fast. Sun's going down, big guy. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Please share the show. Follow me on social media. Happy Monday. I hope it's a good one for you. I'll be back. Goodbye.